Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Not much going on with college football realignment. Greg Sankey, he was on with Paul Feinbaum. He said the SEC is fine right now. I keep wondering, are they going to maybe bring in one of these schools from the ACC, if it's Florida State or Clemson, just to block them from going to the Big Ten? SMU is a topic of conversation right now. And uh, looks like the Big 12, there's some uh, exploration there with SMU. Once again, you want to get into uh, the Dallas area. It's really important. SMU used to be a really big deal a long time ago, but that's about all we have right now. The ACC still looking at adding some teams here. If you're going to add Cal and Stanford, all right, good luck with that. But the SEC standing pat. It's going to come down to Clemson, Florida State, and Notre Dame eventually, where they go and then what happens after that, the the dominoes that will follow. Still think we're headed towards, uh, you know, the format that we have in the NFL. I think you'll have divisions. You're going to have the East Coast and the West Coast. You're going to be able to cut down on travel. You're still going to have marquee matchups. It's what happens to the other football programs or the other sports programs with those football powerhouses. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle, dpshow. Hard knocks last night, pretty much what I think we thought it was going to be. Aaron Rodgers, you had uh, Sauce Gardner, Robert Sala, uh, Zach Wilson, who I think is a great storyline there. And uh, so far, all right. You just don't want to make headlines. That's it. You want to get through it. Have people go, man, I really like what I'm seeing. Man, it's positivity. You know, it's positive until you lose a game. Like that first game against the Buffalo Bills. Johnny Manziel documentary came out last night. I was not aware that it was in the works, but uh, I'm not going to watch it. I've read about it, but I, I just know how it ends. And it, and it didn't have to end this way. He wasn't as good as... In college, you realize, I mean, he had an incredible season. One of, you know, his Heisman winning season, that's as good a season as you could have as, as a college quarterback. When you're leading the SEC in rushing, you know, it's not like he was playing in the Big 12 where offenses go wild. He was playing and, and you know, was doing this against Nick Saban. Yeah, Pauline. His first year at AM, remember, his, you know, he was a redshirt freshman. He had 21 touchdown runs, yeah. 1,400 yards rushing. That alone could get you in Heisman. If you're a running back at, at Alabama, you rush for 1,400 yards and 21 touchdowns, you're getting the Heisman. Then he threw for 26 touchdowns, nine picks, 68% pass, or 3,700 yards. But we saw that he didn't want to be 
kind of reined in. He he wanted to improvise, and and we celebrated that because he was really remarkable. I mean, we realized how great Mike Evans was looking back on how many times Mike Evans would bail him out. But we just had Joe Thomas on, who was a teammate for two years, and he said, look, he disappeared. I mean, he was supposed to be there for OTAs and then disappeared. And he said, probably on a bender. I didn't, I didn't have any information about Johnny Manziel behind the scenes. And uh, it was there, but I, I missed it. I didn't follow up or I didn't see it, but it was there. And there were people who were saying, you know what, he's questionable to take. Um, it's, it's, uh, it won't be the same as it was in college. You know, it, does he put in the time? And then we find out that he didn't look at any game film. He thought that he was that good. And I, I said many times, it's going to be over, and he's going to look back and say, where did it go? Why did it go? Well, he had some demons there. Uh, he was enabled. I don't think if, you, if you're watching some of the clips or you watch the documentary, I don't think he's bothered by it. Like, I'd be, I'd be embarrassed by it. I'd be like, God, I can't believe, it. you know, what I did. Like, you still think you're something. Like, Johnny's not something anymore. He was. And I think he feels like, you know what? I, I pulled this off. You know, I got drafted. Cleveland Browns, first-round pick. Heisman Trophy. I was making money. He changed college football. Name, image, and likeness. And he was on the cover of Time Magazine. This was about paying players. And Johnny was making cash. He was doing these autograph signings. He was making a lot of money. And imagine this. You're Johnny Manzo. You go to the NFL. And when you go, they start to renovate that stadium. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And Johnny Manziel's responsible for that. Because of Texas A&M, we suddenly cared when they beat Alabama. It was like, oh, my God, this is a, this is a big thing. It was a t- he was a topic of conversation on a weekly basis, sometimes daily basis, because he was doing things against really good competition, but he wasn't doing it in an orthodox way. And then you got to, got to Cleveland, and then you realized that he would be going to Vegas, um, there were warning signs there. But when he went in to do his interview, he was he was able to manipulate the Browns. He gave a great interview. He did all of his homework. And I remember John Gruden loved him. It, it's not just the Browns made a mistake on him. There were other coaches who liked Johnny Manziel. The one person that I always remember, Merrill Hodge, used to be an NFL analyst at the Mothership. He said he was going to be terrible. Not bad, terrible. And Merrill Hodge, who looked at more game film than Johnny did, which isn't saying much, but no, Merrill watches a ton. He, He and Jaws would watch more tape than teams did, it felt like. And he said, no, he's going to be terrible. And I'm thinking, that guy's going to be terrible? Look at what he did. Look at what he did with the SEC. He said, I wouldn't take him. I don't care what draft pick. I'm not, I'm not taking him. And he was right. Crazy. Crazy. But he's alive. Um, he talked about attempting suicide. And uh, that didn't work out. The gun clicked or something. But uh, see, even then, I'm curious how he got to that point where he would be suicidal when it didn't feel like it was really impacting him or he didn't. Like, he, I don't know, he wasn't embarrassed by anything, bothered by anything. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, it said it was called Untold, but I knew a bunch of it already. Mm. So I was kind of, uh, the only thing I felt bad about John, not felt bad, but I could understand was him taking that money when he saw what Texas A&M was doing after his Heisman winning season. Sure. It was like, man, new stadium? Look at all these number two Texas A&M jerseys that I'm not making any money off of. So I couldn't blame him not one bit. And I think that was the real change when it came to like what we know now as NIL is the Johnny Manziel season. Yeah, that's the first time I think it was really brought into the forefront that, that this was there. It was right in front of us, and we knew he was getting money. And uh, we tried to reach out to him. I tried to help him. Uh, we asked Ryan Leaf, who went to prison uh, for stealing you know, prescription meds. 
uh, we tried to hook up Johnny's friend with Ryan Leaf, gave him his number. Johnny didn't reach out. And Ryan was willing to, you know, help him, tell him, talk to him. Because, you know, sports world moves quickly, man. It's just like, uh, oh, yeah. How long has it been since Johnny Manziel played? Oh, six years? Yeah. Seven, I, seven years? I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, he played in the 13, 14. Uh, he was in the 2014 draft. He played in 2015. So the 2015 would have been his last active season in the NFL. Yeah. That draft, by the way, the 2014 Browns draft, Johnny Manziel was not their worst draft pick. They took Justin Gilbert, the cornerback, cornerback, eighth overall. The guy played like seven games yeah. at Oklahoma State. Yeah. They passed on Taylor Lewan, Odell Beckham, Aaron Donald, Zach Martin, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when they took Manziel, they passed on Teddy Bridgewater, they passed on Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Any of those would have been drastic. Yeah, because they would have been professional, which is what, even if he was professional, I just don't think that he, he had the NFL talent. He had college talent, but there's a big difference. And there are guys, you know, the opposite, where maybe they're not as good in college, they get to the pros and you're like, wow, why weren't you this good in college? Some guys are just different in different atmospheres, uh, different offenses there. But, yeah, I look back and you go, okay. I mean, it, just another play. I've been doing this 40 years. You see a lot of players. They got all the answers. You got money, got everything. And then all of a sudden, you don't have anything. And then people move on. Yeah, more. The next Untold series uh, episode is going to be on Urban Meyer's Florida Gators. <laughs> I'm ready. For, that one better be about two or three parts. Well, it's, as long as it's – well, I don't know how much we've heard. Is Urban going to talk about this? Is he involved? I think he's in it. Let me double-check, but I'm almost okay. certain he's in it. Like that – then I'd want him to tell me about, you know, Percy Harvin and Aaron Hernandez and the Pouncey brothers and what was going on there, Florida. And then you had Tim Tebow. You juxtaposed that to Tebow. <laughs> the Florida teams are pretty good, though. Oh, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. The more arrests in college football, usually the better your team is. If if you're if you're going to have players that get arrested, then you should be good. If you're going <laughs> to you know get caught cheating, and uh, you know you better be good. I would always get I I, I uh, kind of laugh at the the schools to be like they're cheating, but they're not any good. Like can't you cheat better? If you're going to cheat, then cheat to the nth degree. You can't go. Let's just sort of cheat. No, go all in. Cheat. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Dorsey in North Carolina. Hi, Dorsey. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. How are you? Great, Dorsey. Five nine one sixty six. All right. Uh, I just wanted to bring up this last. Turn, uh, turn down your radio, Dorsey. Pardon me. Turn down your radio. Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just didn't understand Laz. Diaz keeping a job. I watch about 120 games a year, watch this every strike, and this guy misses at least 30%. Well, they are graded, but they have a union. They have a union. Thank you, Doris. Yes, Laz Diaz is the one who threw Aaron Boone out, and they look back on the calls, and I think 14 of the 21 calls he missed went against the Yankees. I get it. Angel Hernandez. Every generation has a couple umpires where you go, how is he still... Like Joe West. I always felt like, man, Joe West still umpire. But you got a, a union there. I don't know how it works where they grade them out. Is is there uh can you grade yourself? Can you can you fail being an umpire? Can you flunk out? Hey, your grade point average is not good. We're gonna demote you, relegate umpires there. It's just you have gambling involved in this. So now it's different than oh, that was a bad call. Well, that's a bad call that affected a lot of betters, right? 14 calls, that's a lot. And this is where it's imperative that these leagues somehow get their umpires and referees you know, past just that efficiency level. There's, there's billions of dollars that are bet. And I know it's not on one, one game, but let's say it's the Super Bowl. And we had a controversial call in the Super Bowl. But... You know, that that affects a lot of people's lives, and this is what I worry about. I, I worry about that where we've questioned umpires and referees, like, oh, is he on the take? You just you can't have any kind of gray area there, you, you, you know, not with your gamblers. 
with a fan they can be upset about. But when you put, you know, $10,000 down on something, that's when bad things happen or the potential for that happening. And you can't look the other way and go, yeah, you know, he's not a very good umpire, but you can't. Yeah, Paul. I read a story about a year ago about gambling, how they would try to get players to control the spreads, to fix games. They said the goal would really be to get a, an umpire or a referee, uh, specifically basketball. You could control a lot of things with basketball because a quick foul call here or there in the first half. But they said the, the goal would be, they talked to gamblers of what they would want. If you can get a referee in football who may be late in the game on a 70-yard breakaway touchdown, will throw a holding flag because remember they say you could call a holding on any play? Mm-hmm. Now the over-under is one less touchdown. Just throw that holding flag on that big play. You need one or two moves a game from a referee for a football game. And it's going to happen. It might not be in the pros, but it'll be maybe in college. You saw this with the, was it Iowa State? Where if if you have a quarterback who is gambling and then he loses and then he loses, now he's down $6,000. Now all of a sudden, you know, hey, how do I get out of this hole? Um, I need you, you know, you're going to be on the under. Okay? Or who's hurt this week? It's like, it's going to happen. It is. The question is, how big will it get? Uh, how many people are involved in this? If it's not the pros, it'll be college. There's just so much money here. And if I can affect a line, have somebody affect a line, somebody, a referee, I don't know what they make, a couple hundred thousand dollars, all of a sudden you're like, hey, uh, you know, you're in the hole here. You owe uh, $27,000. Hey, this is what I need. I need the under. All right, I'll take care of all your gambling bets. You're good. It can happen. It's all about the bottom line. The money that's involved in this, how it affects somebody. And, you know. But this is where Vegas does a great job. I think having legalized gambling, they keep an eye on everything. When I was gambling, and my bookie, you know, he was a guy who lived in the neighborhood. And you have to go over and pay. You have to pay off your bet every every Tuesday. You have to go over and either you gave it uh, money or you picked up money. That's a long walk. It can be a really, really long walk. Uh, there are a couple of times when I you go over there and I knock on his door. Wife would come to the door and she'd go, you know, the name of my booking. Uh, Dan's here again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are you guys having for dinner? I'll stay here. Yes, Todd. Did your bookie or do most bookies have collectors? If uh, no, no scary people that'll. Uh... No, but I did gamble through somebody in New York, and that's the first time where it got serious because I lost a bet and I lost a dime. I bet a thousand dollars, so now I'm down eleven hundred. Well, this person and I didn't have that kind of money, and this person in New York said, you know, I expect to get this, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, but if you want to let it roll, I, you just got to promise me that I'm going to get paid at the end of this. You'll get paid if you win, but I got to make sure I get paid, right? And he had that New York accent, and I'm thinking, what am I doing? I'm betting through a guy in New York. Because, How did I get here? Yes, because a, a, friend, a friend of mine said, hey, I got a bookie in New York. And he gives really good lines. And I go, okay. Well, I quickly went back to my local bookie. Yes, Pauline. We had a campus bookie at Southern Illinois. And everyone knew him. Good, really good guy. And uh, he got crushed on Duke UNLV. I don't know where his money was, but it, was, it got mm. crushed. And guys were going over to where he lived. He goes, I don't have any money for you guys. It was the first time I ever went to a bookie where he didn't have the money to pay his customers. That's a weird one. He was like big as a house, so you couldn't do much. But that was that was unique. Yeah, the vig too makes it even worse. Like you drop a dime, and then you're like, it's oh, eleven hundred dollars. Humbling. Here, here's my money. I'll see you next week. <laughs> sure, you don't want to stay for dinner? No, no. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go home and have a beer. All right, let me take a break. <laughs> what more? Urban Meyer is in the uh, documentary. Okay. Him and Tim Tebow. Wow. All right. Well, you can't make it without them being in it. Right. I'm glad they're in it. Boys, what you going to do? What's the music going to open with? Mm. Uh, We'll take a break. We're back after this. 
King's Hawaiian makes uh, Fall Sundays even better because it's Slider Sunday. Slider Sunday. Slider Sunday, Heck King's yeah. Hawaiian. We've been getting a lot of tweets from people on Slider Sunday. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of them. Are they sending pictures? Yeah, people doing it right. Yeah. All right. King's Hawaiian, show us your buns. Fun, delicious, customizable, shareable. King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday, perfect weekly Mealtime ritual to enjoy football Sundays with friends and family. King's Hawaiian. Uh, game day recipe inspirations at uh, kingshawaiian.com. Pulled barbecue chicken sliders. That means uh, cooked chicken breast mixed with barbecue sauce. Topped with uh, cabbage, red onions on the pretzel slider bun. So good. And you can do it. So easy. Start thinking about your football Sunday slider Sunday, sharing great food and fun with friends and family. Kings of Wine, make it a slider Sunday. Go to the bakery or deli section of your local store. Pick up those sweet, fluffy, irresistible Kings of Wine rolls and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it will. Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. The NASCAR Cup Series headed to the Brickyard. Check out all the action from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Preseason football coming up tomorrow. Houston at New England. Minnesota at Seattle. Okay. If I had to watch one, I'd watch Minnesota against Seattle. Although C.J. Stroud is going to make his debut. But New England is boring. I don't want to watch New England. Bailey Zappi. Bailey. Saucy. Yeah. New England is boring. They are. They are. When your coach is the first person you think of when you're uh, mentioning your team, then you know it's pretty boring. Minnesota against Seattle. Do you see where the owner of the Vikings didn't give a vote of confidence for Kirk Cousins for a contract extension? <laughs> okay. 
I'm fine with that. It feels like Kirk Cousins is pretty resilient. After, you know, everybody's doubted him, so why would somebody actually show confidence in him? They, they've paid him and, you know, guaranteed money, but I think the owner is just being honest. Like, hey, let's, let's kind of assess this with the coach, our GM, and see where we are at the end of the season. Yes, Marv. So for Sunday Night Football, Dolphins at Patriots Week 2, who, who do the Patriots put on the screen when it's like, hey, next week coming up, is it just Mac Jones out of process of elimination because Probably. he's the quarterback? Yeah. yeah. How about just Belichick instead? It of- could. But they could say something about, uh, you know, Belichick moving in on the all-time victory list or something, even though he's got, I don't know, 40 away or 30 away or something like that. But I, you know, it's Don Shula and his victories versus Bill Belichick's victories. And the countdown continues. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Two in the Dolphins versus Tom Brady's former squad, the Patriots. Next. Why not? Tua and the Dolphins versus the Faceless Patriots <laughs> next on Sunday Night Football. Uh, the Orioles broadcaster, Kevin Brown, I would, st- I would say all sides are quiet, but last night the crowd was chanting free Kevin Brown during the game. And the chance of free Kevin Brown raining down the Orioles television play-by-play announcer. Love this fan base standing behind their announcer. You don't know the story. Kevin Brown made some extremely benign comments. Was not even critical, but somebody in upper management, many believe it is the owner, made a decision to take him off the air. Here's the (laughs) (laughs) 2-2. So that was uh, TBS with the call. Free Kevin Brown. No justice, no... But he got taken off the air. We, we are under the impression or assume that it's because he had some comments where he was talking about the Orioles facing the Tampa Bay Rays and that they weren't uh, competitive the last few years. And then the owner uh, said, uh, we're going to take you off the air. Yes, he... What if that's not why he was taken off the air? I know. Well, we have said, <laughs> i got to get both sides. I don't know, and, and we reached out to both sides, Kevin Brown and the Orioles' ownership. Uh, we didn't get any response, which is fine, but we want to at least try to understand it because this is now crossed over. This isn't a sports story, just a sports story. Evening news, morning shows, today's show. Because we're trying to figure out, you got to, you know, do your job. Part of your job is to be honest with what you see. Even though you are a homer of sorts by being the hometown team announcer, but this, what he is accused of, or the reason why he's been suspended uh, doesn't make any sense. That's why we keep saying, is there something we're missing here? Because everybody's all in on Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown should not have been uh, you know, taken off the air. I don't know if there's any priors here. Was there anything that maybe it has nothing to do with what he said on the, on the uh, TV? I, I don't know. But, I mean, you got an owner who's petty, and certainly uh, that could be at the, the root of all of this. Yes, Pauline. I read through the Baltimore Sun this morning. There's zero additional details. If he was suspended for something else, if this was a culmination of something, there's nothing that adds to the story. There are multiple reports that say the Orioles play-by-play announcer, Kevin Brown, will return to the Masson broadcast Friday for the Mariners series. Hmm. How does he open the – does he open the broadcast and embrace it and do a minute on it or no. just hit the gas? I would uh... – He's probably going to be told what to say. Hey, he, he may have different thoughts of what he wants to say. Uh, I think it's best to just, you know, you're young in the business. Do what's best here. You got sympathy on your side here. Uh, the announcers around Major League Baseball certainly siding with you. But this is who pays your, your bill. This is who employs you. You got to kind of acquiesce to or move, or move on to another job. Yeah, Marv. You know, I think Kevin Brown thanks people for their support. And I think that's it. I don't know. I don't know. Because now you're those fans are siding with the announcer, not ownership there. No, you can't do anything. Hey, it's great to be back with you. And uh, welcome tonight to Orioles, ba- you know, whatever it is. It is the, the slightest. I am so excited to be here. We're going <laughs> yeah. to the playoffs. We're going all the way. I have no doubt. 
Just overdo it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Eden. If you go back through the original story, right? Yeah. Uh, it's on awful announcing, I think. Yeah. Blah, 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 series conclusion. That led to a Reddit post a week ago wondering what's up. And then to two tweets Monday saying Brown has been suspended indefinitely from Matt Jurgensen, who has run Baltimore sports websites and podcasts. And Matt is the guy who says, just found out why Kevin Brown hasn't been doing games. No surprise it has something to do with John Angelos. Uh, I have a reliable source that says Brown is currently suspended over a comment he made during the Rays game. Uh, Currently, there's a little more to the tweet. And then he says, uh, currently suspended indefinitely. That's the entire story. Is the Reddit post in these two tweets? Well, if you're the broadcaster, you don't want to say anything. And ownership, he's not going to say anything. So he's he's been suspended since July... Uh, Late July? July 26th, I think. July 23rd, July 26th or something like that. He's been suspended this indefinitely. He's been off the air this long for those comments. I mean, I'm not... I'm not I have no idea what's going on. But really, from the very t- beginning that we looked at this, I was just like trying to understand the Oriole side of it because it just seems so absurd. Yeah. What if he's? What if it's not those comments? That's what we keep saying. A Reddit post and two tweets yeah. is what we have for, and I'm sure that Matt. I don't know who his source is, but I'm sure it's very reliable. But this has become a hell of a big story off of a Reddit post and two tweets. Yes, Don. And if there's more to the story that uh, puts him in a bad light, uh, Kevin Brown, why wouldn't the Orioles uh, try to put a stop to all this horrible publicity and say, hey, there's more to it, even if they don't get into the specifics right away with the uh, with the general public? I have no idea. I don't know anybody with the Orioles. Uh, we didn't even get an email. We didn't get any response back from them. We were just trying to figure this out. But Because what happens is you take a story – and then you sort of like the story, and then you keep running with it instead of questioning, okay, wait a minute here, there's another side of the story, or is there? Or is it all just Kevin Brown, and you got suspended for a couple of weeks because of that? I would think that you would, if you were going to suspend him for one comment or a moment, that do you want to, first of all, suspend him? Do you want to call him in and just say, hey, I don't like the direction you're going with this, I know you're trying to be positive, but I, I hear it as negative, and we're trying to get out of you know the last 10 years of Orioles baseball, whatever it is. But now you've they're a great story this year. And I don't know if ownership cares about this, but just the optics are really not pretty, not at all. Bill in New York joins us this morning. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind? What hempen homespuns have we swaggering here? So that's Shakespeare. And the first time ever the verb to swagger was used to indicate walking defiantly or to brag. Previously, it just meant to sway. So in my opinion, Bill couldn't have cared less about grammar. And I think he should have the final word for he is the be-all and end-all. A phrase he also originated. And I think... um, Walk off. And that's it. Wow. And uh, Bill was talking about Bill Shakespeare. First of all, I have my doubts about William Shakespeare. That did he write all of this? He had a ghostwriter? I think Bill was maybe the main guy and maybe had other people and they wrote under. A writing team? Yes. More of a a collective? Yes. Well, he just put like an outline together and someone wrote the actual chapter. No, I think that there was William Shakespeare, but down through history. Uh, his name, his last name is spelled differently. I, I don't know. Feels like there might have been more people involved in this. Okay, Romeo, Romeo, where for out thou? Romeo. Romeo sounds good. Okay. Let's throw in another right. Romeo. Okay. Yeah. Throw, like right. a whiteboard and a bunch of guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Henry IV, part one. If he swagger, let him not come here. That's, he used swagger a lot in his right. Yeah, so. I got a few of them. All right. I like that, that uh, Bill Shakespeare gave us swag. I didn't know where swag came from. Now we know. Billy Shakespeare. I went to his uh, home. I went to Stratford-upon-Avon. I saw Taming of the Shrew on my honeymoon. Original cast? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see. Original cast. Yeah, original cast. 980 years old. <laughs> Taming of the Shrew. Uh, they were great, by the way. They were wonderful. Uh, Somebody prop Betty up. Prop her up. What? Very old crew. If it's the original cast, they'd be very, very old. Thought I, I mean, I thought it was okay. good. I mean, 
How was that going to see the whole look? <laughs> it was good. In the house there. Yeah, I got in a rowboat, and uh, we did something. You know, we were... You had a row to the, the house? Uh, no, you could take a rowboat there oh. by Stratford-upon-Avon. It was uh, very nice, you know. But on my uh, honeymoon, you know, you're doing things that you're just in love. Got to see Taming of the Shrew. Um, <laughs> Sean... Is that your idea for the honeymoon plan? No. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> I was starting to get that feeling. I've known, I've known you a while. No. no. It seems like you were more into the beach beer vacation vibe. I had Pizza Hut and McDonald's because the food in uh, London was horrible mm. at the time. And uh, that's why I always laugh when I, I see Gordon Ramsay admonishing people here about cooking when London was not good food back then. But that was 37 years ago. I think it's improved a little you, bit. Were you hitting the Pizza Hut in yes, Dublin? Yes, I was. In Dublin? Yes. Are we no, not in. No, no, no. In Dublin, I'm fine with. Oh, you're good. Yeah, they got good food. Yeah. Uh, Sean in <laughs> Oklahoma. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind today? Good morning. Uh, first time, long time, six foot, 199. Uh, I've got a t shirt idea. Um, I love Todd Fritz. I am content with his content, but when he goes big and misses, a steaming brown T-shirt, and in corn kernels, you're right, Fritz happens. Wow. Wow. Sean. It's very graphic. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little crude. Yeah. It's a little crude. Come on, you're better than that, Sean. Todd's not, but you are. Uh, Bob in Florida. I like when we put our foot down on, like, come on, that's too far. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Uh, come on. Not on clean my it watch. Up, huh? Bob in Florida. Hello. Hey. Hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. What's going on here? Hello? Bob! Yes, hit the button. What button? Uh, oh, okay. I didn't hear that. It, it indicates I'm on the air. Okay. Uh, Dan <laughs> and Danettes, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I've got... Hit the button! Bob, you didn't just happen to win uh, $1.5 billion last night, did you? Yeah, you weren't the uh, the mega person who won from Florida. I- I'd be in my lawyer's office right now if mm. I had won. Hit sir. the button! Wise man, hit the button, Bob. All right, what else do you have? <laughs> All right, I got, I got uh, two stats of the day for oh, you. Boy. One oh. NFL okay. and one gambling because you said something on the air while... Uh, I was on hold that I wanted to talk about. So could I crank up Darius Rucker, please? Okay, here's Darius minus Todd Fritz. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Okay. Thank you very much. My NFL stat of the day is only two of 17 regular season Cowboys games are scheduled and buried with the unwashed masses at 1 o'clock Eastern Time Sunday. (laughs) Shocker. Hit the button. Thank you, Bob. Hit the button. What what happened there? I don't know. It's awesome. He thought that uh, like we didn't like bring him on air. Sometimes when you go on air, if you call into a show and they bring you on air, yeah. you hear this like kind of noise. Yes. Uh, I don't know that Bob heard it, and he must be a regular caller because he knows somebody's got to hit the button if I'm going to get on the air. He's not a regular caller here. Yeah, hit the button. That seems like a T-shirt. Hit the button. <laughs> Yelling at the call screener. <laughs> Yelling at Tyler. Hit the button. Poor Tyler. All right, take a break. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. I often say to the Danettes, the older I get, the better I was, because there's no real video of when I used to play basketball, so I can always say, yeah, I remember that time when I left from the dotted line and dunked. But if you have memories and videotapes and you want to make sure that you preserve them, Legacy Box is the place to go. Legacy Box is really easy. You load the Legacy Box with your old tapes and film and pictures, send it to them, then they'll send it back. You're going to get it on a thumb drive or a cloud along with your originals, 
channels, and they digitize everything. The old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, pictures, all of that. Don't lose that. you got to make sure you find it, and then once you do it, you'll go, why didn't I do this before? Because everybody then gets to share in all of your memories. Don't let this summer's heat age your videotapes and film reels and fade those photos. Legacybox.com slash Dan. Take advantage. they got sales going on. $9 tape sale going on right now. Legacybox.com slash Patrick and unlock this great offer. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, You may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This may come out of left field, as we've been known to do. Paul Feinbaum is underrated. Paul Feinbaum is the voice of the SEC. Had the interview with Greg Sankey, the commissioner, yesterday. But he, it's sort of like um, a band that starts in some part, you know, smaller part of the United States, and then all of a sudden everybody, you know, comes to recognize that band. And uh, you go, where they have been? Paul Feinbaum has been doing this for decades. And then all of a sudden, you know, he burst on the national scene, felt like with the Auburn, Alabama, uh, they had uh, the Harvey, uh, was that Harvey Updike? Yeah, that's maybe 2010 when the Auburn, the Bama fan poisoned the trees at Tumor's Corners. Yes. And Paul's been doing this every day uh, as far as sports talk radio. And he's funny. Uh, he's smart. And, you know, sometimes you, you listen to somebody and, and you forget just how good they are. 
Um, and, and it's almost like if you used to watch wrestling and there would be a local wrestler and then all of a sudden he burst onto the national scene. It's sort of what Paul has done, that it's SEC country and then he's so much bigger than that, being part of College Game Day. And uh, it just dawned on me, we talked about this this morning before we uh, even uh, got on the air. Yeah, Mark? He's Dusty Rhodes. When I was young, Dusty Rhodes came to the WWF. Hey, WWE now. And, ah, oh, who's this new guy, Dusty Rhodes? And my uncle was in the wrestling. He was like, you're late to the party. Yeah. He's been big in, like, Florida and Georgia for, you know, 20 years. And that's the same thing with Feinbaum. I was like, oh, who's this new Feinbaum guy? Looks a little old, but, yeah. like, no, he's been a legend. Yeah, see. And, like, Paul, he, uh, Paul Feinbaum, he does a great job of telling the story, but even sells the story to you. He he captures and can express the storylines and drama of the SEC like it's a WWE production, you yep. know, and he and it brings you in. And not every conference has that. Not every sport has that. Just the ability to tell the story so well um, and that it's certainly no coincidence that the rise of the SEC and his career are happening at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Coincide. Yeah, Paul. It, it does feel a little bit like wrestling where the SEC was amongst the good conferences 20 years ago and then they just took a hold. And he was there for the ride and, and stirred the ride. Yeah. I went back and looked at it. Harvey Updike, that was 2010-11 when that situation happened, and he was hired full-time by ESPN just a year after that. Yeah, and he knows how to do a talk show. And he's got great callers, loyal listeners. And he just um, and, and look, he'd be the first to tell you that uh, he didn't expect to be on national TV or college game day. But it's content. He provides content. And that's really the most important uh, you know, part of this. And and it's every day with him. It's constant. So just wanted to mention that sometimes we we take people for granted their greatness, uh, and and Paul has certainly been that. And he's a you know a regular contributor when we can get him from the mothership uh, on this show. Uh, Sean in Sacramento. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind? Yo, my uncle from another mother. My brother's behind the board. So I have a couple of questions, man. One is specific to Daryl Fritz, a.k.a. John Fritzy, a.k.a. the artist formerly known as Fritzel J. Um, over, under, 0.5 panties thrown at you during that performance last week. Definitely under. I would have welcomed articles of clothing, but my wife was there, so maybe it was all for, uh, for the best. But nobody threw anything at me. They, the audience didn't know your wife was there. They did not. But they, they didn't, didn't throw know. tomatoes, bottles, panties, nothing. Everybody yeah. behaved themselves and uh, sang along, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Oh, could you imagine if somebody did that? It would have been great if guys threw, like, boxer shorts on there, <laughs> on the stage. With his hands in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> that still creeps some people out, where you had your hands in your pocket both for eight minutes. Although you took out your left hand and you did something you like did a, a couple little woo! gyrations. Yeah. If some guy threw his tidy whities that would be eerily fascinating, I guess. Somebody threw, you know, it was felt. Ryan in Honolulu <laughs> joins us on the program. Hi, Ryan. Oh, saving the worst for last, I guess. Um, I want to talk baseball in Dublin, but first, the anniversary of Todd's Let's Get Quizzical. Wow. Congratulations, Todd. Thank you, I think. Well, you can YouTube a Whose Stats Would You Want song called Let's Get Statistical, made three years ago by a guy named Ryan in Honolulu. I just went third person, Dan. Wait, are you saying that Todd stole from you, let's get statistical? I'm saying I think I know where he gets his inspiration, and I'm used to Todd borrowing my ideas. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yes, yes, Eden. I hate to uh, break it to Ryan, but sometime about 10 years ago, Todd also did a video called Let's Get Fritzical that was a workout videotape that was borderline obscene. Uh, based on his Zubaz pants and lack of Boom. underwear. He's always got my back, that Stephen O'Connor. Yeah, always yeah, has my back. Let's get fritzical. Yeah. Clearly outdates let's get statistical, which may predate um, let's get quizzical. Yeah. That being said, we've obviously had way too many parodies of that one song. Yeah. How about we just let Olivia Newton-John rest in peace, okay? That's a good idea. All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. 1936, Jesse Owens won his fourth gold medal at the Berlin Olympics. First American to win four medals in any Olympics. The New Orleans Superdome was opened in 1975 for a preseason game. It cost $163 million to build the Superdome. Mm. Uh, let's see. Wayne Gretzky of the Oilers, 1988, was traded to L.A. Kings. At Gretzky's request, 
The Kings sent uh, a whole bunch of players and a whole bunch of cash and three first-round draft picks. And in 1990, the NHL approved the sale of the Minnesota North Stars to the Gund Brothers. Gund Brothers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They end up starting the San Jose Sharks after that. Mm. Okay. Uh, Usain Bolt becomes the first to win both the 100-200 meter dashes in consecutive Olympics. Uh, so, you, well, I was there 2012 on this day. I Over watched, it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Not that fast. Come on. No, I was there when he uh, when he ran the 200 meters. That was where the Royals came. They waited until I think Prince Harry came in. He sat down. All next thing I know, gun goes off. Bolt runs, wins, and I was like, "That's it. It was done." But watching somebody in person run fast is different than watching them run on TV. Because Bolt would be like, usually the the TV, the camera's following them. You got to follow Bolt, and he was moving. This program brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of this show, instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start to continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. Have a great day, everybody. Hope we entertained you. Put a smile on your face. We'll do it again tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.